we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for August 16th, 2021. Uh, and today I took a week off last week. I really didn't take a week off, but I'm always working. But I just took a tiny vacation after, oh, I don't know, many years of not doing that. It really only equated to be about a three day vacation, but it was good. Um, and, um, <clears throat> I just, I knew, I could see on the horizon what we're going to be reporting on this week. And I figured that if you're going to take a vacation, if you have that time at all, worked out for Taylor, worked out for me, and uh, we might as well do that now because the future is so uncertain regarding what we're facing. Um, Now, I know I said this last time, but by far, I have never covered I more insane content as I will cover this week overall. Just from a um, <clears throat> perspective of what's on the horizon. It's not all negative. Try to interject a lot of Bible in there. Uh, a lot of our, you know, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, that type of thing. Uh, but <clears throat> Satan has truly... Like the Bible says, he knows he has but a short time here. And so he's raging and he is doing everything in his power to defile this world and to bring all of its inhabitants into his subjection, which is really what this whole COVID agenda is all about. It's about bringing all inhabitants of the world under satanic subjection. I, I think it's really easy to lose track of that. You know, the, the, the really big picture. You know. He wants an army. And I believe he knows for the people that get this shot, and we're going to reiterate that again this week and prove it once again, and I've been, I think we've been doing that ever since uh, January, the year before this January. Because that's how long I've been covering this, pretty much every single week. Week in, week out. Every once in a while, maybe taking a, a two-week break. I don't know. Not very often. <clears throat> We're going to prove that again today. <clears throat> And he wants an army. And with the fervor, the satanic fervor, that they're trying to get this kill shot into humanity, I I can only come to one conclusion that this is a soul-damning death shot that rewrites your DNA with the messenger RNA, fills you full of nanotech, with the graphene oxide and the hydrogel, and only God knows what else, cultured off aborted babies, all the main versions of this are that, which, who knows what it's doing when you get it from a demonic level, on a demonic level, how it's, what kind of adopted demon program you get into, because I believe there's a huge demonic component with this. 
that has really yet to be fully actualized and realized. Because when they turn that 5G on, and that nanotech's activated fully, then we're really going to see. And I think they really want to get the satanic show on the road, and they know that there's people dropping dead all over the planet from this kill shot. There's, you know, we're only seeing a tiny, tiny fraction of the deaths, according to the uh, CDC's own statistics through VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting Center. We're only seeing a tiny fraction, maybe only 1%, maybe less than that, who knows. They're doing everything they can do to keep, but you can only do that for so long. And I think they're trying to present this in the best light they can, as horrific as it is, with the prostitute, lamestream media as its mouthpiece and the medical pharma cartels and their representatives and the politicians and the people in Hollywood and all the social media influencers who are getting paid to put out videos promoting this kill shot. All the governors and senators and politicians doing it. They're desperately trying <clears throat> to maintain this narrative. But as more the word gets out more and as people I mean obviously people are seeing how obvious this, you know, they're questioning it just from the standpoint of why would you do this if this was such a great thing? Why would you have to get so stinking, satanically draconian to force this kill shot on humanity if it was such a great thing? Wouldn't just people, you know, be lining up? Now, I understand initially that was the case, but now you've gotten to, you know, the people that are educated. The people that will not hopefully take it no matter what. There is nothing that I can give that's going to reverse the effects of this. I've talked about NAC and acetylcysteine regarding the graphene oxide. I've talked about fol uh, fulvic acid regarding the magnetic component. I've talked about silver, the invived silver protein for the prions that the spike proteins are creating. But in totality... I still don't know how you could reverse this, with even if you were taking all those things and more. In other words, please, I just Taylor t told me about somebody that that we know that I've been sending stuff to, and, and um, <clears throat> they're considering getting it. This husband and wife, because they're being so pressured <clears throat> for various different means reasons and i just I, I i can't wrap my head around it you need to view this like it's the mark of the beast it's not the mark of the beast but you need to view it as such like you would avoid it the same way This is changing you on a molecular level. I don't know how to stop the rewriting of the DNA from the messenger RNA. I don't know how to do that. There's no NAC, silver, um, fulvic acid supporting your own immune system. I don't know how to undo that. But this is the problem with vaccines is because they're bypassing all the normal routes whereby they'll get things into your body. 
like if you inhale something or maybe it gets on your skin. There's defensive mechanisms that your body has. You're bypassing all your, your natural defenses and you're injecting it right into the intramuscular tissue, which gets into the, the bloodstream. And then the body has, it's in, it's in your body at that point. And I don't know how to undo that. So if I haven't made that clear, in the previous teachings I've done, I mean, what, 20 months? Yeah. Over 20 months at this point. Yeah. Please understand, what I'm telling my listeners is I would avoid this like the mark of the beast. Because I can have no confidence in somebody that's gotten this kill shot and saying, oh yeah, just take these nutrients, you're, you're, you're good to go. Because I, I still get a lot of questions from listeners who who've have family members or friends, and, and I, I feel for them. God bless them. Maybe they realize, it, you know, a lot of people are going to wake up to the reality of this. And I'm not saying I wouldn't tell them not to do NAC or fulvic acid or supporting the immune system with, like, the protocol I've recommended, which I haven't seen fail yet. I haven't had anybody come back to me and say, yeah, I took the protocol you recommended. Now, if you took garbage versions of those of those products, then I can't be, and you didn't take enough of them, if you took like a maintenance dose garbage, I haven't still haven't got any feedback like that. But I haven't had anybody come back to me on, on my uh, COVID protocol, which I, I guess I need to post it again because I just keep getting people all the time asking me where it's at. Um, I, I guess I need to uh, repost it again. I haven't had anybody come back to me and say it didn't work. They didn't get over the supposed... Now remember, they're putting graphene oxide in the masks, they're putting it in the tests, and they're putting it in the shots. So if you've been wearing the masks, the, the standard whatever, those surgical masks, you probably got a nice big dose from there. I've done, a whole, I've done whole sections on what's in the masks. It's horrific. It's not the same as getting the vaccine. Getting, getting the nasal swab is more invasive, but it's not the same as getting the vaccine. I believe you can turn that around. And yes, I would do NAC, the N-acetylcysteine in that case. 100%. I'd do the fulvic acid. I'd do, do about a little bit of everything, just in case, if, if you've gone that route. But I don't know how to undo the effects of the shot. Again, I yeah, would I, would I do... The NAC, what I do, the N-acetylcysteine, um, the fulvic acid, the silver, the other. Sure. The problem is, is I can't guarantee you that that's going to take that nanotech out of you and stop your DNA from being overwritten from the messenger RNA. I, I don't know. I have no real... Um, You'd, you'd have to have do studies. People would, I mean, scientists would have to do studies on how do we deactivate. And obviously that's not being done. And if any studies were being done like that, they would quickly be shut down. So there's just no way to know. I'm also saying God cannot, like God's capable of neutralizing every single thing in the shot. And if somebody had the shot, that would be the primary mechanism where I would tell them to turn. 
prayer and fasting. Cry out to God for him to neutralize, you know, what's in the shot. And yes, I would support my immune system in the, in the other ways I've mentioned, but I, I n n never in, and I don't, it'll probably be worse next week, but I have never seen this level of satanic insanity for a study I've ever done. And I've basically been doing this about 20 years. Now, granted, I haven't was new studies, but I was putting out emails. I was monitoring things. It really goes back further. It goes back into the late 90s that I was putting out newsletters. So it, it maybe it might be 25, closer to 25 years. I, I don't know. And I don't, it wasn't like I, you know, marked the date when I started sending out newsletters and emails and trying to start warning people. That's how this ministry started. It started very humbly. I mean, it wasn't, you know, just, but if you're faithful with little, and I mean, I started out with a tiny email list too, tiny, just like my patients and maybe some Christians that I knew, but like the Bible says, if you're faithful with little, God can, God will typically tend to give you more, the, the parable of the talents and this type of stuff. And then eventually, and I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk about my testimony. I've got more to cover today than I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, so I, I need to get on this now. I just want to kind of say that up front. If there's any, because I understand a lot of people can't listen to all the hours and hours. Even though I'm only posting once a week, I'm competing against umpteen other people in alternative media that you might want to listen to as well. I get it. I, I totally understand. So I kind of wanted to say that up front because I don't want any of my listeners to be under the illusion that there's any nutrient or supplement that I have that is going to, where you can take the kill shot and you're going to be good. Because I, I just don't think that's the case. Um, <clears throat> rotating our warfare prayers. This is the strategic warfare prayer. I'll go ahead and open us up. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we nullify, dismantle, cancel, and forcefully oppose all satanic operations, maneuvers, manipulations, subversions, strategies, tactics, plots, plans, and ploys, which are designed to hinder, prevent, frustrate, foil, deny, or delay God's original plans and purposes from the quick, swift, speedy manifestation taking place in the correct time and season. We rebuke and dismantle all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every evil, covert, and clandestine effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that only truth is manifested. We decree that every satanic strategy of inhibition, prohibition, and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We declare that all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O oh God, confound the, their devices and evil plans of the enemy that they have crafted so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O oh Lord, but those that cannot be saved. Overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness and to bring an end to all deceptive, secret, and destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. According to 1 John 3, 8, for this reason was the Son of God manifest, that he would destroy the works of the enemy. We overrule all strategies and tactics, curses of the enemy by the power 
uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. We overthrow spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes according to Isaiah 54, 17. We reverse the curses associated with all these ceremonies, rituals, and utterances, and their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution in America and elsewhere, and to usher in the New World Order and martial law. We decree and declare that their plans shall be uncovered, and that they shall not prevail, and their plans shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact, and their threatenings and violent verbal dealings are returned to them 100-fold. Father, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events, which would lead to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical plans to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kind of angels necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States and on all the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon the righteous person uh, upon righteous people and government fill them with your holy spirit and cause your divine wisdom to come upon them cause them to be a holy trumpet shedding light on the dark hidden secrets of the wicked send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy let their tongues be divided and when they communicate let it be incoherent and misunderstood arrest those that operate in the spirit of jezebel or belial and all other wicked spirits and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies let them not be able to resist the spirit of truth or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm. Cause every spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time it's then cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. Please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the realm of the spirit so that they hit the bullseye. Let the laws that govern this prayer and all the spiritual warfare strategies and tactics be binding by the blood, by the word, and by the Holy Spirit. We seal this prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Okay, so that kind of will set the tone for today, hopefully. Um, I, I was going through my uh, PowerPoint presentation from 2006 on the avian flu, which kind of, here we are, full circle. Warning, the, the biggest thing I was warning about in that was the, the vaccines, door-to-door -door stuff. And um, in that <clears throat> presentation, there was a slide. And it's a picture of Edward Everett Hale, who lived from 1822 to 1909. And he said, I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. What I can do, I should do, and what I should do, by the grace of God, I will do. End of quote. So I, I really like that because, again, we're all in different positions of influence, authority, and not, and we're part of the body of Christ, and the finger can't say to the eye, depart of me, I have no need of you, because, like, the finger's better than the eye, or the eye's better than the finger. Okay, so we're all we all have different callings <clears throat> where because if you think about the the body of christ if, if you look at a body the finger has a different function than the eye or the ear or the big toe so nobody's better than one another and we can all do something so pray that god shows you what he wants you to do how he wants you to guide your affairs how he wants you to prepare regarding what is coming. If there's ever been a time to pray and fast, I would say this is it. 
Um, anyway, let's let's get right into the study. U.S. military warning on America's worst day ever: blackout as infrastructure attacks come. Now, I'm not going to get into the COVID stuff right off the bat. I'm going to kind of get the other news out of the way, and then we'll get into the COVID stuff, which heavily relates to everything we're really talking about, though. Soldiers with the U.S. military are preparing for large-scale attacks to take place across the United States of America, including nuclear, biological, and anti-government attacks that will affect your infrastructure and your ability to survive what they say is coming in the not-too-distant future. Now, most likely these attacks, unfortunately, will be blamed. I mean, unless it's just an overt attack by whatever, China or whatever they are posturing and setting it up where the and we're going to get into this because homeland security made an announcement last night on nbc news with that lester guy that um the biggest terrorist threats right now number one are the ones that are opposing the COVID agenda the unvaxxed the any maskers maybe the any testers that's number one on the list okay NBC News, last night, with that Lester guy, Lester Summerall, I don't know, made this announcement. I'm going to show you the, the screenshot of it, straight from Homeland Security. The The second group was um, anybody that uh, questioned the election results, this sham election that... I mean, and, and again, I, I've exposed Trump over and over, but he clearly won. 100%. No doubt Biden didn't even come close to winning. That was the biggest stolen election I have ever seen in my lifetime. Okay, so if you question that, if you question any of the COVID agendas, if you're an anti-vaxxer, if you're an anti-masker, if you're an anti-test, any, anything where you're questioning their satanic false line science which is nothing but based on lies. And then also anyone that would um, tend to celebrate religious holidays. Which, could that be Christmas and Easter? Which, again, are pagan holidays, but, and I've done whole studies on those. Key that in at contendingfortruth.com. But really, you're going to, again, which that would be, you could you could lump, and the, and the only ones that are going to lump into that are Christians. They're not going to worry about the Muslims that worship, you know, Allah, the moon god, the pagan moon god. They're not going to worry about that. That's they're fine to do that. But I would imagine if you're if you're doing anything with celebrating any religious holidays, particularly with a Christian bent, that also puts you on their terrorist watch list. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Sure. Soldiers with the U.S. military are preparing for what they're calling America's worst day as national concerns of an anti-government uprising, large-scale social unrest, and extreme attacks against national and local infrastructure have American military members training on American soil for a series of events that should make you and your family take a step in the right direction for preparedness. You see, if you are not a member of the government, if you are not local infrastructure, if you're not 
an emergency uh, preparedness individual, or excuse me, an emergency critical individual, you are not going to get saved by the U.S. military. The police are not going to come help you. You'll be lucky if 911 is still operational and they're able to send a paramedic to your area, even if it has nothing to do with a larger attack. The U.S. Army is not going to save you. They are going to be there to protect local government, local officials, and the U.S. infrastructure, because that is what matters to the continuity of government. So you and your family need to take things into your own hands and prepare for these very same events that the U.S. military is getting ready for. In a multi-day exercise in the northern part of the United States, soldiers are training for what reports are calling America's worst day. Amid a growing expectation that the United States of America will suffer a crisis of untold proportions in the not-too-distant future, government concerns are rising over the use of nuclear, biological, and kinetic attacks. They are increasing in their viability and in their likelihood on U.S. soil. Task Force 46 of the U.S. Army, and doesn't that sound dystopian? It sounds like something out of a fictional story. We've got Task Force 46 responding, but that is exactly what is happening. The U.S. military is preparing for a large infrastructural attack to take place. They're warning about it left and right. We're hearing and seeing reports that Chinese uh, uh, hackers, Russian hackers, may be taking part in infrastructural sabotage on the United States of America, and you have to start Start to question why and what the end goal is. I can tell you right now, it's instability. It's so that you lose confidence in government, and then once you lose conf uh, confidence in government, you will rise against them. That's the goal of these proxy wars. That's the goal of uh, winning a war from the outside. Don't think that the United States of America hasn't done the exact well, same. Well, the primary way they're doing that, though, right now is they're just imposing everywhere you turn more and more draconian things regarding the unvaccinated, regarding those that don't want to go along with every satanic government edict due to COVID. I don't know if he's going to, if he mentions that here, but that's the primary way they're trying to get us to revolt so that they can ultimately say, oh, well, in, in, in conjunction with the revolting, and I'm going to get into this later, they're going to arrange false flags and they're going to blame it on the anti-vaxxers on you know the anti-masters on the christians on the pro second amendment on anybody that has any kind of righteous bent they're going to blame it on them collectively we're already on they've already set the stage last night on nbc news with homeland security issuing this warning about about the biggest terrorist threats to america and they're already putting that in people's heads that these are the bad guys. These are who we have to look out for. And they're going to arrange false flag events and blame it on them. And that's why I had that, I added that false flag part into the main prayer of the four rotational prayers that we pray at the start. I, I added the, the God would thwart any false flag attempts to be blamed on, you know, the righteous, essentially. So... I wanted to throw that in there. Thing in the Middle East and in wars across the world. Take down the economy, lose confidence in local government, and then swoop in for the rescue, or at least let them uh, sort of deteriorate by themselves so that you don't even have to step foot. A soldier of your country doesn't even have to step foot on that nation's soil. So U.S. government uh, military, U.S. government members, 
members of the U.S. military, they are getting ready for these attacks to start happening. And I'm not talking about in the year 2026. I'm not saying in the year 2030. They are getting ready for these events to take place tomorrow. And so that should put some... Uh, some warning into your step so that you and your family say, you know what, if the government's getting ready for this, if my local police department has been warned about this, if my firefighters are ready for this, then maybe me and my family need to take a step in this right direction too, and we need to start to get ready for this. This is Task Force 46 of the U.S. Army. They took place in a uh, took part in a multi-day training program to create fluid communication between the U.S. government, local agencies, and the military, where military members and local governments are being coached on how they should respond to these coming attacks. Training included simulated nuclear, chemical, and biological attacks, as well as larger events, including rescuing downed individuals from collapsed buildings. This would absolutely be America's worst day. That's according to Colonel Chris McKinney telling uh, one press outlet of the training. You've got to bring credibility and trust to the table. And that's what's something, uh, something that's near and dear to their hearts, they say. To a threat, uh, we're speaking of threats to America's future and what you and your family should get ready for. The threat to America's future is from without. As reports show that the nations of China, Russia, as well as their reported proxy governments will stop at nothing to alter the future of the world, creating there, a Again, I don't know if this guy hadn't got the memo on the other, but yes, the threats are legitimately from without with what he just mentioned. Okay, but they're also from within because nowhere in that NBC broadcast, in that in where the the um, Homeland Security announcement on the slide, does it mention anything about China, Russia, or any other proxy nation coming against us? The main threats are the anti-vaxxers that don't want to take the kill shot. Okay, and you know those that would question the election, and those that would celebrate religious holidays. That's what Homeland Security just said. Nowhere did they mention what he just said. So what I'm telling you is that they're preparing to blame whatever false flags that they're going to try to foist. And in order to do that, they've got to get a ton of people protesting in the cities about, about the vaccinations. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. We need to have pushback. Uh, but what we really need is God on our side. We need to have God on our side because anything done that's just man-centered and that is not relying on God is going to ultimately fail. We have to have divine intervention. Mass prayer, mass fat. And wouldn't it be awesome if like the 501c3 church just in America and like Canada woke up to the reality of their dereliction of duty, the pastors in particular, and actually repent and, you know, start fasting and having their congregations do that and, and actually become a beacon of light and actually start to become salt and light as they're commanded to be and that they, they would finally not be ignorant of Satan's devices because he's got such a gigantic advantage over them and they wouldn't be destroyed for lack of knowledge anymore, according to Hosea 4.6. Wouldn't that be awesome? If that just started happening. But unfortunately, they're our enemies for the most part. They're on Team Satan. The 501c3 church is yoked up with the one world religion under, un, that's coming under Antichrist. Just like the first church of Satan has its 501c3 exemption, so do all the other Christian churches. Yoked up with the government, no Bible for it at all.
None. You, you have to go to the government to get your right to exist as a 501c3. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell the church to do that. They avoided the government in the New Testament. They avoided government entanglements. That's why they had like home churches. And that's why they went against the system. That's why basically Jesus Christ and the disciples were all, you know, murdered in horrific ways because they refused to go along with the satanic government edicts of the day. That were telling them to shut their mouth and stop preaching the gospel or whatever they were saying. But wouldn't that be awesome if we had them as an ally? But unfortunately, they're not, for the most part. They're blind. And if the blind lead at the blind, the pastors, the blind pastors lead at the blind, they're both going to fall into a ditch. And they're going to go along with the New World Order and they're going to line up for the mark of the beast when it comes. Most of them will. Unless they get free. Unless they, they, they you know, get free from Satan's entanglement. A time when the United States dollar no longer has viability, no longer holds realistic value, and when the people of America suffer through a series of events, crisis events, that will take place in our nation's future, forever making history in the country. Reports show that as we speak, Russia and China are overlooking data of one of the largest joint military exercises to take place between the nations. It involved over 10, involves, excuse me, because it's ongoing, over 10,000 troops. The Russian defense minister told on Tuesday that the nation's leaders are readying themselves and their militaries for a war, with some experts saying it is inevitable and the world's economic and regional crisis events point to this being a likely future story. Yes. The cooperation report on that next. drills in one of China's northern regions is being monitored by the U.S. military for signs that China and Russia are expanding their military cooperations as they spar with the West, according to recent reports. Moscow sent in their fighter aircraft, motorized rifle units, and air defense systems to the exercise. This is the first time that com uh, combatants, that uh, the troops are being trained to use each other's weapons. Why do you yes. think that is? Because it's becoming more likely that they're going to serve together in a crisis in the future, in a war. You see, you don't need to train. But, with the, but the only one, and I'll prove this, I'll give you their direct quotes from this joint military drill with China and Russia. The only one they're prepared for is America. To bring down American arrogance is what they said. I'm going to give you all that next. Another person's weapons if there's no likelihood of you having to pick up that weapon and use it yourself. You don't need to train with their gear, with their aircraft, with their uh, communications departments if there's no likelihood of you needing to use that to survive, to win, or to live through an event like this. You do need to train with someone else's weapon when you feel like you might have to pick it up off of their body or you might have to use it if they are down or put out of the line of fight and use it against an enemy. And that's exactly what is happening between Russia and China right now. For the first time ever yes. in history, they are training between their militaries to use each other's weapons, to use each other's fighter jets, to use communication between each other to win a war. And who do you think that war is against? It's not against uh, other areas around Russia. It's not against, it might be against Taiwan, but not likely. It's to defend against America or to go on the offensive against America and American allies. Mm -hmm. And that is a future you need to get ready for.
We are seeing new reports right now that this just doesn't stop here. Trending algorithms run by national sources warn that violence and unrest is coming in the following months as forecasters are saying that the national burdens to the American people are leading to more violence and more distrust in American government. Remember, this circles right back into our first story. So distrust. Make it so that people are angry at the government. Yes. Give them burdens that they no longer are willing to bear and then watch what happens. Yeah. And, and a lot of those burdens that a lot of the people aren't going to be willing to bear are the forced vaccines. All the vaccine mandates. Vaccines to travel, vaccines to fly, vaccines to get on a bus. It's all coming. If, if, there's, if there's not massive, massive pushback and divine intervention. I'm telling you, that's what they're planning. I'm going to prove it today not my material it's what they're saying already divided nation a new study shows that ongoing social biological and economic crisis events in the usa have worsened an already souring political situation in the country this they say has caused irreversible damage and divi uh, division or a dividing factor that is seeing families ripped apart on social uh, economic biological threats and these concerns Researchers conducting the survey are reported to have shown that the burden of what the world is facing right now, this has placed on society a burden of worsening condition, driving more people to act violently at protests, as well as creating even more anti-government sentiment across the world. Remember that first story. That's what they want to do in war, before war, and as war happens. Down the infrastructure, sow distrust, divide them among themselves and let them fight it out. And then you and your troops never have to step foot in that country. Or like the United States has done before, you come to the aid of that country and you say, hey, it's okay, we're gonna clean it up. Just uh, you know, for a fee, we're gonna take all of your uh, natural rights, maybe your gas rights, uh, maybe we'll make some deals here to have corporations in this tax-free zone, whatever it is. There's always something that uh, benefits the, uh, the hero. And that's what happens in war. You see, we have warned you for a long time that a series of events are cyclical that are taking place. We have the pandemic, we have uh, social unrest, we have an economic crisis, and we have the future of war. When a, cover when a government loses its ability to fund itself and its people, and trust me right now, the U.S. government has lost that ability it's running on debt. It's running on fake money, something that you can't do. You can't go to your car note uh, uh, holder and say, hey, I'm just going to print you up some IOUs and uh, let, let me, let's just get by with that. You're not allowed to do that because they know that one day that's not going to work. It, ha it holds no value. And you can't uh, just make, say, let's just run on debt. Let's run on more debt, more debt, more debt. Just keep the tab piled up, Bill. No. That's not going to work. But that's exactly what is happening in the U.S. economy to the U.S. dollar and to the American people. We're running on a broken system that is already so burdened by debt, there's no way to dig out of it. Seeking uh, to find out what is happening, researchers asked each person how the current threats of the world were affecting their health, financial well-being, relationships, and rights in society. What is going on has disrupted our normal way of living, they say, generations uh, generating frustration, unprecedented social exclusion, and a range of other concerns. That's according to this research division. Our investigations show that the psychological toll of living through these events stoked anti-government, 
and anti-systemic attitudes. That is, change the system, take down the government. That's what you are seeing. That's the sentiment you need to be worried about. And if you have felt those feelings for yourself, know that we are facing a larger problem here. You don't want that crisis. Your family is not safe in that crisis. If you live by yourself, anybody who you care about is not safe in that crisis. We need to work together to avert it. And then we need to work together so that if, when, no matter what, it does happen, you and your family can stay, uh, stay safe. The people you do care about can stay safe. That includes having a plan. If you don't have a plan, you are run, you're treading water in an endless sea. And there's no boat, no rescue coming. You're just treading water. Make a plan. Start with that today. Get with family. Get with friends. Those people you do care about, if you're a lone wolf type, get with those people you do care about. It might be a guy from work, a gal from work. Uh, it might be uh, you know, people at the animal shelter. It might be volunteers somewhere. It might be uh, people at the VA. It doesn't matter where it is. Get with the people you do care about and start to make a plan. And that plan starts every weekend. Say, let's get together and have some food. You talk, you make some plans, say, hey, let's have a barbecue. You talk, you make some plans, hey, let's go to the lake or let's go to the water. You talk, you make some plans, and you create this uh, budding friendship, this trust between yourselves. And you do this over and over again. You come to their aid when they need it. They come to your aid when you... I wouldn't do this with the vaxxed, though. I would not trust the vaxxed. I'm telling you, I wouldn't do it. Because you don't know what kind of demons they're dealing with. And you don't know when they turn that 5G on, the net, that nanotech kicks in, what type of person, they may be fine now, but what type of person they may actually turn into. And we're going to, we're going to, again, we're going to talk about that factor today quite a bit as well, a little bit later. You need it. You have good times together. You sit around a fire together. You build this trust so that when a larger problem, when that crisis does strike, you both are ready. You both know how to act and you both know what to do. We need to get ready. If you don't have a plan, talk about it in the comments. I'm not saying to give any details, of course. Talk about planning, why it's important, what people should consider, how they need to uh, talk with friends and family, how to uh, breach that door when, uh, when it seems closed because people just don't want to even think about it. Because trust me, it's distasteful for a lot of people. It, it leaves a bad taste. They just want to avoid it. It's bitter for them to start to think about their own responsibility and what is coming. They don't want to think about it. They just much rather put the blinders on and say, you know what? It's all going to be fine. It's okay. No, I'm not even going to look over there. It's fine. No, nope, we're just going to go look right here where the government said everything's going to be okay, mm -hmm. even though the fire is all around us. Please make a plan with your friends and family and start to get ready. The U.S. military is getting ready. Your government. Okay, so we have that. Um, then to further, here's some more evidence of what he just talked about. Historic Russian troops enter China for joint exercises. Stated purpose is, quote, to bring down American arrogance. For the first time in their military history, Russian forces enter China to conduct a strategic exercise that seals the conflicting course of the three superpowers. Russia, China, um, oh, and Russia and China have decided to fight together in the Asia-Pacific region and beyond against the United States. The military forces of the two countries will operate under the orders of a single quote mixed composition operational center chinese sources say that this exercise is just the beginning in the near future joint air and ground exercises of the two countries will be conducted they emphasize as part of a mutual trust russian soldiers will be trained in chinese weapon systems and equipment and vice versa and you look at the fact that biden's in china's back pocket uh 
Canada as being being more overrun, you know, by the day, particularly British Columbia with Chinese troops. They're um, also in Central America and Mexico. I mean, and we've reported on all this stuff, and uh, it's uh, it's it's very perilous times we're looking at here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they emphasize this is as part of a mutual trust. Russian soldiers will be trained in Chinese weapon systems and equipment and vice versa, just like that gentleman said. The Chinese Communist Party spokesman said, quote, China and Russia must unite a large number of developing countries to find the right opportunities and agendas to bring down U.S. arrogance. In this way, Western countries will realize that the United States is not an all-powerful and always victorious, end of quote. Statements by the Chinese general, by a Chinese general said, Quote, this is the first time that the Russian army has come to China for strategic exercise. It is also the fourth year in a row that Russia and China have been holding strategic exercises together. It's just they hadn't done it in China up until that point. This shows the strategic cooperation between Russia and China and the determination and ability of the two armies to, armies to ensure regional peace and stability. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's what it's going to do. This will promote the development of mutual trust between the two armies, two countries, will set up joint headquarters and joint forces during the exercise. In fact, in order to help Russian forces to adapt quickly to the Chinese conditions, a Chinese accounting support company has been made extensive preparations. The name of this exercise is called the Zapad Interaction 2021. I looked it up and I actually inserted a link in there if you want to know more about it straight from the horse's mouth here in the PDF. And which is, I do a PDF for every teaching if you're new and it's for free. It's always connected with any teaching. This teaching will be August 16th, 2021. Uh, this Zapad in Interaction 2021 is a combination of the large annual Russian military exercise called Zapad and the Chinese, and the Chinese exercise called Interaction 2021. The exercise will take place from August 9th to the 13th. So it just got done a couple days ago and will involve... 13,000 troops from Russia and China. Now, here's more proof. If you want more proof of this, it's all stuff straight from the horse's mouth uh, that you can look at. I'm not going to get into all that. I mean, ABC News was reporting on it. It's on Twitter. It's on all kind of stuff. Okay, so let's go further. Chinese troops increasing daily across western Canada, west coast. Indian reservation land usage. Okay, so this is a recent interview uh, with Kevin Annette and uh, Sarah Westall. I, re I mean, I issued a warning about her not too long ago, but it was more just like her new age weird thing she espouses, okay? Um, I gleaned from her just like I would glean maybe from CNN or Jones, Alex Jones or some other person like that. Uh, I'm going to let uh, them talk now. On the whole West Coast, um, that leads to you know more of a ramp up of what we're talking about. What are you seeing there? It's getting worse by the day. Uh, to give you an example, the of course you know for people who don't know this, the Trudeau government, the first thing they did when they came in a few years ago, was brought in legislation removing all limits on Chinese investment. They can buy up the whole country now if they want. Also, they brought in the Foreign Investment Protection Act, which allows China to actually station troops. On Canadian soil. Now, this is mostly in British Columbia on the West Coast, where China announced this year that they're going to switch their economy from coal-based to liquid natural gas. 
And uh, most of that LNG is in British Columbia and along the what's called the Highway of Tears, where so many Native families go missing, and that's not accidental. They're being terrorized off their land by Chinese death squads, RCMP working with them to do that. Right. And, you know, to grab. I've been reporting on the Chinese in British Columbia for uh, at least a couple years at this point. The LNG. The, um, the Native puppet chiefs are important to this. The Nishka Nation, which is in northern British Columbia, they just announced a $55 billion deal with China to wow. provide liquid natural gas. So it's the Native puppet leaders who are part of this full Chinese takeover. Yeah. Mm. And that's connected very much with the attacks we faced when we tried to set up sovereign republic assemblies on Vancouver. So the Indian chiefs, unfortunately, at the reservations, uh, sounds like primarily the love of money is the root of all evil due to greed or yoking up with the Chinese as well, uh, you know, and coming into league with them, you know, letting them use their land and a lot of the, a lot of the nefarious things where the Chinese troop movements and buildup is going on are on this Native American land that, that um, can be, uh, where they can isolate themselves more and not have to worry about prying eyes as much. Rhode Island on the West Coast. Every single one of them was wiped out, destroyed from within. The usual kind of divide and conquer smear tactics, scaring people away. And like I said, my friend Suzanne Holland, who works for the sovereign nation of the Chilcotin people, she's now in under house arrest on a bogus charge. So anyone advocating sovereignty and people governing themselves is targeted now because that's the last thing the Chinese government can have in this area where they're going to just basically enslave the whole population to grab the resources. I mean, we see it unfolding as we speak right now. Well, I know that in the United States, there's a portion that actually crosses over the Mexican border, um, the Indian land, and they're using the native lands. They're using that to freely bring in resources into the United States through right. that Indian land. Right. And, you know, what... So in other words, it would be like an Indian reservation that went from like, I don't know, for argument's sake uh it maybe it started in you know southern new mexico and then it went all the way into mexican land so they would have that i don't know how the border works in those areas but it i know and i've reported in the past that those have been areas where you know they have a lot more smuggling they, they make deals with the tribal elders or chiefs those that can be bought off and um in order to do this so and you know it, it may also be the whole thing about well look at what the white man did to us you know and put us on these reservations and now the white man's gonna get his we'll we'll show them we'll come in league you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend Okay, even though they're not their friends, they're they'll, they'll, they're going to find that out. Um, the Chinese are going to act like they're friends up front, but or whatever, whoever they're in league with the Mexican drug cartels. But they're they're not going to be their friends once you know things start really going sideways and and once the the gloves come off, I I, I believe they'll be a target just like the rest. But again, a lot of it's love of money. A lot of it may be rooted in getting back at the white man for what he's done to the Indians. And I'm not saying atrocities weren't committed on both sides. And I'm not arguing that at all. Okay. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm just trying to postulate on, on some of the motivational factors there. What is going on there? Do you have any uh, 
intel on that or is it more based on the Canadian West Coast that you have? No, it's really common. You find that all across the U.S. Canadian border, like uh, around Cornwall, Ontario, and New York, the Mohawk, uh, their their tribe, their land traditionally spans the border because a lot of them were driven after the American Revolution. <clears throat> they made the mistake of siding with the British, so the the Washington drove them up into Canada. Uh, but they still had people there, so their 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 reservation spans the border. They, it's one of the hottest areas for human and drug trafficking because you can often, even after 9-11, people with a, a native status card could cross the border without even a passport. And so a lot of criminality goes on, like the Blackfoot in the West. Anywhere where there's a nation that spans the border, um, you get that criminality going on. You know, the biggest casino in America is actually owned by the Seneca Indians in New York. Um, there's big criminal element involved in... in um, you know, in the native world. And of course, that's something that's never reported because the government, churches, others who had their hands dirty with genocide rely on those native leaders, leaders to cover up the crime like they're doing now with the mass graves. They go in, they pretend to do a dig, they destroy all the evidence and they make themselves look good. Oh, we're looking into the, the, the missing children finally. It's all the same kind of concealment so the crime can continue. It's worse because they're going in and destroying the evidence. So they're destroying the the lives or they're destroying the memories of these children by destroying that evidence. Yeah. So the fact that they're going in lying and claiming they're doing something and then destroying those graves is probably the the biggest disrespect you can give to a people. Well, it's, it's a crime under the law, you know, tampering with a crime scene, destroying evidence. Covering up a crime is as serious as doing the crime itself. You know, mm -hmm. you hide a murder weapon, you're just as guilty as the guy who pulled the trigger. So that's what's going on in a huge way. And I say to people often, do we really feel for those children in the ground? You know how they got there, the torture and, and murder that put them in the ground. Imagine you doing that to little children. It, it really often newborns were taken into these places and just wiped out. We've got testimonies of people who said they had saw children, newborn babies thrown into furnaces. Um, murder by decree. Part of the horror of that causes people to pull back mentally and just deny it all, of course, or do little gestures like, you know, putting the shoes of children on the steps of churches, right, as a remembrance. Those safe little things are allowed, but who's going to be prosecuted? How are we going to stop these crimes? That's never talked about, right? Yeah, and I think it's really important. I, I don't trust these people, so I think they'll use the American Indian or the Native Americans' plight as a reason, as a way to colonize us they, and divide us. And, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter and, I mean, these people's lives do matter, and we're trying to do it legit, legitimately, but let's honor their memory and make sure that these kind of colonizational crimes where you go and you wipe out groups of people don't ever happen again that's how you honor their memory not by using them as see how bad we are and see and, and using it as a way to murder and hurt right. more people and i think that's what they're doing i agree that's really uh, important what you just said because it everything is often divide designed to divide people even more that's how a few people rule the many you get everybody to fight each other right it's simple and um, it, it's played out so often in history that I'm amazed that people don't learn more. Um, that's why I think in school they never take, they make history boring. They make people hate the study of history because if you really understood, you know, our history, we understand the present. You've got to know where we came from to know the system we're in now. Exactly. And we just aren't teaching. And that's why I say I'm continually amazed at how little 
people are aware of what's going on, especially now. Yeah. There was now um, when he talked about you know this divide in, in cotton. That, that's what they're doing with the with their what they're setting up everything right now is to demonize, particularly the unvaccinated. That is that is the, they're they're trying to demonize them and make them look like it was, it's just like you know nineteen thirty eight Nazi Germany with the Jews. It's just we're the anybody unvaccinated are going to be the next you know like what they're wanting to do is the, is the next unvaccinated um, instead of the Jewish Holocaust it'll be the the Holocaust of the unvaccinated because they'll be so demonized if they can get away with it that you know um the all this justification for hunting people down and whatever will you know I, now i'm not saying they're going to get away with it i'm not saying that a lot of people aren't waking up because there's a lot of positive pushback going on and we're going to cover that today as well but this is what they're trying to do now i know dave hodges just did a, an interview with him and i it just came out today i haven't had a chance to look at it um he, so much of his videos now are just so mealy mouth wishy-washy weird three minute videos half of it's him advertising some product and half and then there's a minute and a half of content and i, I guess you know you got to go to his paid site which uh, i mean i did that actually once but it's like i don't have time to check it all the time and um uh but he did interview this guy this kevin annette regarding the chinese so that might be a, a much more complete interview yeah, I, I found it. Uh, it's entitled, Have You Heard the Rumors That the Chinese Have Taken Over Canada? It's on his commonsenseshow.com. It's all true. Kevin Annette and Dave Hodges recently interviewed Kevin Annette, a Canadian journalist. Kevin's investigative reporting makes it clear on why Canada has abandoned its own constitution and its once treasured alliance with the United States. No doubt many have heard rumors that the um, communist Chinese military has overrun Vancouver and is poised to strike again in the United States. Not only is this true, the CCP completely controls the Canadian government. And again, we have been reporting on that increasingly over the last, I'd say, at least two to three years. So I plan on listening to this, but I, I don't have time to uh, to get into it. I got a feeling he's going to go more into the Chinese thing than even what we just heard. Okay, now, next report. Antifa, with full approval of the satanic local police, savagely attacks little children and Pastor Arter Pulowski's prayer rally in Portland. Now, again, I've done reports showing you be very careful of this arter Pulowski and his weird theology and who he's yoked up with because his associations are, are are not good um but i'm still going to defend his right to be able to freely assemble and preach and feed the homeless and these types of things uh shortly after the event started a group of antifa antifa thugs showed up in riot gear and began to violently disrupt the family-friendly gathering they shot pepper spray into the crowd threw smoke bombs rotten eggs and tore down the sound equipment the worst part is the police witnessed the entire incident and refused to intervene lending credence to Arter's allegations that they were actually involved in the setup which i'm going to go ahead and play this little clip here i'm associated with rebel news you all likely know pastor archer Pavlowski. i'm sorry about the audio i can't do much about it for his resistance against covid restrictions and his dramatic roadside arrest he stayed open and continued to feed the poor and for it he was made an enemy of the public he faced not only police and government oppression but targeted harassment for members in his own community for the last little while he has been touring the united states and he's encountered very little problems but today in portland oregon we are seeing shots 
talking footage of an arrangement, a speaking engagement that he was set to be at, ostensibly being attacked by Antifa. We joined Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky on the phone for an update. Uh, Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky, thanks for joining me. If you could give me a quick update on what happened today. Well, we were invited to Portland, Oregon, and... Now, if you're watching the video, I give you the link to it. You're actually seeing the footage of what actually happened at, at these these um, Satan uh, Satanist Antifa Antifa thug devils attacking totally innocent people, not bothering anybody, just having a worship service in a park. And I mean, with the full approval of the local police to let them. Uh, be the savage thug maggot devils that they were meant to be evidently because I view people like this as where the Bible says that they were appointed you know to this they like like the Bible talks about in Jude men of old men of you know the men of old that um, they were appointed under this condemnation vessels of wrath fitted meaning prepared ahead of time for God's instruction I pray to God if anyone can get saved I pray they get saved but I'm saying for the most part, if you're this wicked and this evil, you've probably, you know, you, you, you may be um, unredeemable. I mean, the wheat and the tares, that parable. Uh, if you're a tare, if you're a wheat, a weed, how are you ever going to become wheat? How is that possible? They're two totally different species of plants. So I think that's a concept that the church doesn't talk about a whole lot. And... Um, the Bible says the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. It doesn't say that they're going to get saved or they're redeemable. Now, that's God's economy. That's his business. I'm not saying that we should go around and point the finger and judge, but I'm saying that Jesus Christ himself said a tree is known by its own fruit. And a wicked tree can't bear good fruit. In a, in a you know. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I just want to kind of throw that in there. Event started at 12 o'clock, and we were told to do it in a battleship memorial. But later, the police contacted the organizers, and they've told them to move just a little bit to the side of the park. And behold, they said to Antifa to come and do whatever Antifa does in that location. It was a Christian event. So they were they were they told the Christians where to go to set up to have their event not bothering anybody and they also told antifa you know where to go, where to go and intercept them so that they could you know destroy whatever you know um rel uh, christian religious little thing they were trying to do so it was organized by a number of churches together i was one of the speakers before everything started the antifa dressed in black about 25 30 of them started to throw firebombs on ch fire children bombs. and women. Firebombs on children, women. Ch they're all dressed in black. They've got full, really riot gear on. We're talking black helmets, black goggles, black face masks, everything black, head to toe. They've got riot shields. Some of them have uh, umbrellas, which I don't know, maybe they couldn't afford the riot shields or whatever. But we're talking just totally unprovoked, show up, Full approval of the police. Police knew this was going down. They weren't there to help anything. They condoned this wickedness. Can you imagine babies in strollers, fire bombs, um, smoke bombs, uh, tear gas, rotten eggs, and... Uh, Another thing they do that Alex Jones brought up the other day 
is they'll take their feces and their urine and they'll they'll um, evidently uh, save it up, store it up, and let it ferment for months. And then they'll bring it to these things. Alex Jones says he's, he's had them throw stuff on him like that. This is how sick and wicked these people are. Can you imagine doing that to somebody? I mean, can you imagine being that sickening and depressed? Now, if they could, they'd kill us all. But we're not quite there yet, so they've got to try to think of the worst possible thing they can do to a Christian. And that's just, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. So understand, if you go to any of these rallies, and I'm not saying God can't protect you, but make sure you pray, you fast, you've got clear direction from the Lord to go, you know, regarding these types of things. You know, the whole craziness... Uh, before even everything started, the police was watching this whole thing, seeing what was going on. Now they're just randomly spraying, it looks like pepper spray, on the Christians. for no. The Christians are not trying to engage them. They're clearly the aggressor. And then, and then they're spraying pepper spray on them, on top of it. Going on, the women and children being attacked, and they've done, they did absolutely... They're, they're destroying their sound equipment. Nothing. Nothing. So what we did, we continued with the event in the exact location we said we would at the Battleship Memorial. So I gave a speech over there. I'm going to publish it uh, today. And uh, other pastors were speaking as well. And because of the incident, we got invitation to come next week for a number of events. Because, you know, that's what I love, American spirit, the patriotic spirit of you know, fighters, resistance, um, the liberty, the, you know, uh, it's it just the heart of a man that says, who do you think you are, you gangster, wannabe tyrant? And women, of course, because they know, I'm telling you, Adam, women stood their ground and they said, no, we're not moving. How dare you do this to us? This is our city. So we stood our ground. Uh, people gave their speeches. Of course, I did as well. And we're coming back to the city next uh, to continue. But what is shocking to me is that the police was involved involved in this. You know, if that's not assault spraying somebody with pepper spray or bear spray, even worse, when they're doing nothing, they're literally just trying to stay away from you. I, I don't know what, what assault is because that stuff is really, really nasty. They're, they're throwing all these... Uh, high-level smoke bombs, and I mean, these are like professional-grade smoke bombs uh, that you can get. I, I've, I've looked at these online, and they're, you know, 20, 15, 20 bucks per smoke bomb, these professional ones. We're talking they were funded to do this. And, and it's funny, you know, the one place in the city probably something righteous is going on. Satan shows up and tries to, you know, shut it down course you know which just shows you that we are in a total spiritual battle here set up it was a total setup yeah. on a christian women and children fathers to come in a peaceful assembly just to worship god and the police set those people up for a beating of a lifetime and thank god we had some brave americans uh, to come and defend and stand uh, because other you know, if that was not the case, uh, those women and toddlers and, and kids in strollers would be absolutely destroyed by those gangsters. Uh, let me tell you, 
you start attacking women and children and little ones in strollers, it's... <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm not standing down on that one. No. No, 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 no. No, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Those brown shirts of Biden and Fauci. So just to confirm, you're saying you had a spot set out and the police directed you elsewhere. When you got there, Antifa knew exactly where the new location the police directed you to attend would be? Yep. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was a police setup to beat people up using Antifa as a weapon. I mean, I know how this sounds, but I'm telling you, you can confirm this with some big names here in the States, in Oregon, uh, in Portland. This whole thing was set up by the police. I confronted police myself, and I told them, shame on you for what you have done. And you know what they did? They looked at me, I think they recognized who I was, and they turned around and two cops, I mean, they run away like rats for what they are. They're not police officers, they're gangsters in uniforms, they're brown shirts of out of Kitra. I told them, take down your badges, take down your uniforms, yeah. and join Antifa if that's what you're desire is, but do not pretend to be police officers. Amen. Do not pretend that you are here to serve and protect. And they took off. They all ran away and they left us be. And we finished our service. Like I said, I, I preached, other pastors preached, and they were so fired up that we stood our ground that I got the invitation to come to Portland for next week for three more days. Wonderful. Well, Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky, I want to thank you for the update. We'll be in touch next time. Hopefully you don't run into any trouble, but if you do, let us know. As always, Rebel News has got your back. Uh, any final message to the folks back in Alberta before we let you go? Again, you know, Americans, I hear this left and right. They are repeating what I had said months ago. Lions do not bow before the hyenas. That's my message. Do not give up hope. Greater is he that is in us than the one that is in them. We know how the story ends. We win. Just be courageous. Courageous is contagious. Yes. Fear is also contagious. And it's up to you what you're going to choose. I say to you, choose God. Choose faith. Be courageous. Stand strong. And I'm telling you, it's exciting times because we know that we win in the end. Truth wins in the end. Yes. Wonderful. Thanks so much for the update, Pastor. We'll let you get back out there. We know you've got a busy schedule ahead of you. Thank you. Okay, so we have that. I, I just I, when I saw that, I'm like, I've got to play this. I mean, if you, if, especially if you watch the footage, it is, oh man. Uh, and then we have this. If you go to www, if you type in www.antifa.com, and these are the same demon possessed maggot thugs that were just attacking these innocent Christians and children and women. If you go to their website, Antifa.com, it used to redirect you to the Joe Biden, Camilla Harris campaign website. That's bad enough. You know what it rejects, uh, redirects you to now? Whitehouse.gov. Try it. I did several times. Whitehouse.gov. Those same slime bags that we were just talking about. If you type that in, this is how aligned 
that Satan is with evil, with, with, and this is called good. And the Bible says, woe to them to call evil good and good evil. But that's, this is the norm now. Evil is good and good is evil. So Antifa, if you go to Antifa.com right now, you go to whitehouse.gov. Before it redirected you to Biden, Harris, their campaign when they were running. This is how sick things are. And I wanted to play that video ahead of when I told you that so it would have a little more impact. So we could kind of wrap our head around that a little bit more. Okay, so this next uh, video, not very long, uh, I entitled Hypocrisy Exposed. COVID at the way COVID is treated at a BLM rally, Black Lives Matter, as opposed to how COVID is treated at a, like, uh, anti-vac, anti-kill shot, anti-mask type of rally, okay? And this is just further evidence of the global satanic takeover. Th this is... <laughs> this is just so unbelievable. I got issues, pass the tissue. I got pass the tissue. I'm Sorry, that wasn't my idea. That was a stupid intro they had. Fresh air and sunlight are not only essential for maintaining some sanity during lockdown, they're also helping to keep us safe. While busy beaches and packed parks might seem like a COVID risk, there hasn't been a single case of outdoor transmission since the pandemic began. Okay, so there hasn't been, and I believe she's from Australia, there hasn't been a single case of COVID transmission since the scamdemic began, is what she's saying there. And... But when you look at the science, there has not been one case in New South Wales, even Australia, where someone has caught the virus outdoors. The fresh air disperses and dilutes virus particles, making it very difficult to transmit with any strength. And the liquid droplets that carry COVID evaporate in the outdoor. That's why, regardless of... So, in, in other words, it's, it's absolutely... Even though this is a scamdemic, it's they're even admitting that it's non-transmissible outdoors. I mean, any kind of UV light's going to kill that stuff anyway. That's why they why they use UV light sanitizers in hospitals and elsewhere and through uh, uh, different types of air filtration in order to kill, you know, bacteria, viruses, things of this nature. The fears there was no transmission from Black Lives Matter protests no. in Australia. No transmission from Black Lives Matter protests in Australia. Yeah, none. None at all. Which is true. It is true. And it's showing the Black Lives Matter going nuts, going crazy. And that's all fine and well. No transmission. They're, they're green light, good to go. A few moments later. Thousands of lockdown protesters refusing to wear masks have been condemned this afternoon. Police now fear it will become a Delta super spreader event. This premier calling the protesters' behaviour... So now the rules are totally the opposite because it's a freedom rally. They're protesting against the kill shot and the masks and all the, the mandates and all the lockdown. So now they've got to be demonised beyond anything you've ever even heard. Utterly disgusting. Strike force seasoned, which will see 22 detectives work from now until whenever it concludes, identifying as many people as possible who attended today's incident and have them charged. Right. In Black Lives Matter, nobody, there were no detectives. They were given a, a carte blanche, do whatever you want. It was good because they know that it can't be transmitted outdoors anyway. But totally different set of rules for this, though. 
to penalties, it may well be more significant than a $1,000 fine. There is no doubt their voices were heard, but underlying the noise and anger, an irony that this potential super spreader on Freedom Day would only serve to increase their term of imprisonment. <laughs> the statement reads... Says Satan. I am utterly disgusted by the illegal protesters in the city. This is the Gladys Berejiklian, whatever, premier, um, and um, her. Uh, I'm utterly disgusted by the illegal protesters in the city today whose selfish actions have compromised the safety of all of us. Again, Black Lives Matter can do it, no problem. Any kind of wicked, evil thing, they can do it, no problem. It's only this set of rules only if you're on the side of righteousness that's the deal you you get a totally set a different set of rules apply to you because we are your satanic overlords and you do whatever we say and we have a rubber ruler and we're going to stretch it any way we want today whose selfish actions have compromised the safety of all of us the protesters have shown utter contempt for their fellow citizens who are currently doing it tough so that's why, regardless of the fears, there was no transmission from Black Lives Matter protests no. in Australia. No transmission from Black Lives Matter protests in Australia. He, go, he goes back and forth to contrast the hypocrisy of what we're dealing with here. And that Australia is a whole other level of red level insanity. We're, I'm having a whole section on them today. I, I can't even believe what's going on there. Uh, but again, they're going to try to bring this everywhere unless there's massive pushback next report COVID has never been isolated cannot be located does not exist now it may exist i'm not saying it doesn't exist i'm not going to go that far because like you know the whole thing that happened in wuhan and, and it being near that bio level whatever four and anthony fauci so, so i'm not going to say that it never existed or that there was no merit to it earlier on But the fact remains, though, as we're going to see regarding FOIA requests, that they, the governments have openly admitted that it has never been isolated and cannot be located. Okay, so I'm going to let the doctor explain this. Breaking international FOIA requests are producing responses that confirm that what we've all suspected for many months... COVID-19 may be the biggest hoax, hoax ever perpetuated on global citizens, cannot be located, has not been isolated, and may not exist. Okay, so then you can say, well, then, listen, I know what happened to me was real. I got COVID. Were you wearing the masks? Okay, were you wearing them? Because from what I'm seeing, a large percentage of the masks are contaminated with graphene oxide, which give you all the same symptom symptoms as covid and can cause bilateral pneumonias the whole nine yards now remember also that for a long time they in fact basically since this has begun they have grouped they have done this thing called pick meaning they have grouped pneumonia influenza a and b and um any coronavirus which is the common cold and group those all into the covid19 cases which is a total, obviously a total lie from the pit of hell. I mean, they shouldn't be doing that, but they have been doing that. They've openly admitted it. Granted, it's not on lamestream news, but they have admitted it. They've had to. If you had antibodies from flu shots, there's a lot of things. And then not only that, then they turn the PCR test way up and 
get all the false positives there. So they're cooking the book so many ways on this, it defies the imagination. But graphene oxide, which is in the tests, it's in the vax, and it's in the masks, can produce all these same symptoms as... And then they get you in the hospital, they get you on the ventilator to kill you. Because they get that money they can get you on the ventilator, blow out your lungs, another death certificate, another win for Satan. So COVID-19 may be the biggest hoax ever perpetuated on global citizens, cannot be located, has not been isolated, may not even exist. Again, I'm not going to go that far, but um, this is what, they're, they're, they're not willing to produce it. They're not willing to, you know, do it at all. I'm just going to let Dr. Jane Ruby talk on this. Interesting breaking at redvoicemedia.com yesterday. Fauci admits antiviral treatments are effective if administered at an early stage of the virus. Huh. Because that sounds strikingly similar to what we have been screaming, along with scientists and doctors, since, oh, I don't know, March of 2020. Until we had our tongues cut out, of course, by big tech oligarchs. In typical Fauci fashion, as the lead carnival barker for Big Pharma, he will be suggesting now some brand new, expensive, patented Pfizer-Mectin or Moderna chloroquine. It's stunning that he's even admitting that early antiviral treatments are effective, considering the ongoing effort to vaccinate every man, woman, and child, rat, mouse, and breathing organism on the face of the planet. Right. Now, we now know from a lot of experience with the care of these individuals that if you can keep that virus from going to the upper airway to going down into the lung and other organ systems, you can change what could be a devastating disease and make it an upper airway common cold type approach. Who said that? Anthony Fauci said that. A common cold? Did he just say those words? A common cold. Has a common cold spurred global tyranny and overreaching draconian lockdowns and mask mandates globally? Has anyone isolated this virus? Well, it doesn't appear so. FOIA discovery from around the world has failed to actually produce a virus. So how can we even acknowledge something that can't be proven to exist? Joining us now is Dr. Jane Ruby. She's a medical expert, Stu Peter Show contributor. So, Dr. Jane Ruby, does this virus even exist? Stu, let's uh, let's let's take a closer look at what's happening here. Uh, according to a lot of experts and a lot of government admission across the globe, there is no virus other than a digital theoretical abstraction made on a computer from a genomic database. The virus, as we've been saying, has never been isolated, purified, sequenced, characterized, or proven to exist, right? Um, I, I want to get into why this is coming to the forefront. Uh, as you mentioned, thousands of FOIA requests went out unbeknown to some of us uh, late last year, early this year, and the results are coming in, and governments are... Uh, about to, they're admitting as, as we go here that this doesn't exist. Now, let me begin with a little bit of education. Uh, people have written to me and said, Dr. Jane, are you saying that, you know, I wasn't sick last year? I mean, come on, I, look, something, something, there was a flu last year, but when we talk about SARS-CoV-2 and the characterization of it as something incredibly dangerous that justifies losing your businesses, damaging- Hold on, Dr. Ruby. I have to disagree. There, there was no flu last year. The flu was non-existent everywhere. 
It disappeared as soon as COVID came. Didn't, didn't you hear that that was the case? Here, here's a report right here. UK health authorities, not a single case of flu detected this year. Miraculously, the flu has vanished from off the earth. And that was the same everywhere. All the medical health pro professionals I talked to said maybe we had one or two cases the whole, the whole flu season. Isn't that weird how it could go from millions of cases, millions and millions and millions worldwide, like it normally is every single year to zero last year? Well, yeah, the reason is, is because like I said, they were all being rolled into this pick designation. The CDC has been grouping pneumonia, influenza, which is the flu, influenza A and B, and um, COVID-19 deaths together as pick. Well, it's also any kind of coronavirus, which is just a common cold, okay? While discontinuing reporting on influenza hospitalizations because supposedly the number's too low, miraculously, all of a sudden, there's no more flu cases. And it's funny, when you see graphs, you'll see like, um, oh, the flu going down and then, and then coronavirus or the COVID-19 going up because they're stealing all those numbers, and then you have the inaccuracy of the PCR tests and all the false positives and all the other ways they're cooking the books. They said the flu was too low despite being in the middle of flu season. But the clear reason the flu numbers are so low are because all the flu cases are being counted as COVID-19. Total satanic insanity. These are all reports I've done. This is, this is a report straight from the CDC. I mean, we are talking red level insanity here. On, on a level I've, I have never, ever saw. Just as, you know, this is just the, the norm now. Red level insanity is just the norm. Um, this is from a, a statistics from last year. These are from Canada, okay? This was from last year. Now, remember, they hadn't started vaccine until the middle of December. So people really didn't start dropping dead until this year, 2021. 2020, which was the year that put us into all these lockdowns and all the, the masks and the coming vaccines, well, you would expect that the death certificate, the death statistics would be just spiking out of control for 2020, right? Well, no, not at all. Annual death certificate, annual deaths, no huge spikes in all cause deaths from previous couple of years. Please share this with everyone. These are stats from Canada. Um, from January uh, to... Um, September of 2018, 100, basically 186,000. The next year, 2019, 185. The next year, 2020, which was the year that you know supposedly COVID-19 reared its ugly head in Canada, 186,000. So it was the same, basically the same death stats every single year. No increase whatsoever. That's why I call this a scamdemic. There was no increase even in the deaths. Now, there may be now. There probably is now because of the vaccine, vaccinated dying and through the viral shedding. But even that, I don't think, is near what they want it to be. Because a lot of these hospitals where they're saying are just low overloaded and there's refrigeration trucks, that's all being debunked. We're going to talk about that as well. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't morph into that, though. They hit that 5G and all that nanotech in these people, they, they probably could start making people drop like flies. But why would they want to do that now? Because that wouldn't be good press. That wouldn't be good advertising. They want to get as many people to willingly roll up their sleeve before they, before they do that. 
I think there's a certain percentage of the population they feel like they've got to get vaccinated. Or their satanic plans can't, you know, proceed better. Anyway, let's go back to this report. And hurting your children, uh, you know, just causing death and destruction across the planet. We better damn well have something that we can put our hands on. So we look to pre-existing standards, one of which is uh, the Koch postulates. It, four things are required before you know you have a virus. The first thing is that the microorganism should be identified in people who are affected with the illness, but it not should not be identified in people that don't show any symptoms of the illness. The second postulate is that it has to be isolated from a diseased individual individual and then be able to multiply it in culture okay to show its replicability the third part of Koch's postulates includes that when you introduce the organism that you've isolated into a healthy person that person uh, must that isolate rather must cause disease otherwise it's inoculated the fourth postulate is the microorganism must then be re-isolated from the experimental host and found to be identical to the original microorganism. Um, these are important because this has never been done with this virus. Let me just share some other information and facts. And I'm going to provide you with a lot of links to documentation for your website that buttresses everything I'm about to tell you. All right, good. We'll put it First all at stewpeters.tv. Everything that you say every link you provide will be at stewpeters.tv because people need to know this stuff. Go ahead. Absolutely, thank you. Um, first of all, top Chinese scientists admitted that they never isolated the virus. That's one uh, link that I'm gonna send to you. Secondly, the CDC stated itself that there's no quantified isolate available. In fact, the link I'm gonna send you from their website will say, and I quote, that they've been running PCR tests based not on actual viral isolate, in other words, an actual sample or specimen taken from an infected human. But rather, listen to this, Stu, stocks, I'm quoting, stocks of transcribed RNA taken from a gene bank to mimic the clinical specimen. I've been screaming about this for weeks relative to the Corman-Drosten paper that was, that was the fake, if you remember, validation of the PCR test that the CDC now says has to be replaced because it's incompetent. No kidding. Well, in their paper where they claim to have validated it, you have to validate a tool, a diagnostic tool. In other words, you have to scientifically prove that it does identify what you are claiming it does, uh, the illness, the disease per, per se, and you also have to validate that it is doing it, uh, we call it reliability, that it's doing it consistently every time you use the test. And in their article, they come out and admit that they used a, a what's called in silico or um, it Computer simulated. These are, Stu, these are not based on organic materials. These are not based on anything that's ever been extrapolated from a human being who is ill with any kind of flu. So let me go on with this. The CDC admitted that they made a digital virus. Here's where the Frankenshot, Frankenstein piece comes in. 
they, they admitted that they made a digital virus made from 30,000, I apologize, base pairs using 37 actual sample base pairs. But Stu, these are all simulations of uh, configurations of these DNA sequences. In other words, they go on to say, in other words, in their own, uh, th this uh, article, this article summary, it is a Frankenstein virus which has been concocted and stitched together using genomic database sequences, some viral, some not. It has never been properly purified and isolated so that it can be sequenced from end to end once derived from living tissue. Instead, it's just digitally assembled from a computer database. This computer-generated step constitutes scientific fraud on every level. Stu, we cannot have a specific test for something for a virus without knowing the components of that virus, right? right? right. And I want to go on to say you, you can't justify a variant of something that you've never identified exists per se. So I just want to go on with a couple more uh, pieces of information. So let me just, can I, said, can I just clarify something so, real quick? Before he even says that. So that being the case, then the, the tests can be nothing but a scam. Even if, though the PCR test, even the creator said you're using them for a purpose they were never intended. Let's say they down they downgraded the cycles, and even though they're they're using it for the wrong reason, it no matter what, when you don't have an isolate, what are you checking it against? Well, anyway, the wind blows, I guess. And again, this is why they got to roll pneumonia, uh, the common cold, influenza A and B, you know, and all these other ways they're cooking the books. Turning up the, the PCR cycles where you'll get tons of false positives. That's why they've got to, the tests are meaningless. They're scams. They're, they're a lie is all they are. And I mean, she's proven it. The, the information's there. Sure. Because what you said I, just, just right now is actually quite profound. And it's a huge statement that you're making, and I, I, I don't want to just breeze yeah. over this. It, the whole, this whole scamdemic is based on these tests. You think about it. Isn't that how we, oh, this is, oh, you test, oh, then you've got to isolate and quarantine and, and wear the mask and, and all this other stuff. And then get, take the kill shot and then take another kill shot and now take the booster shot. All of it was really based on the PCR test scam, and they don't even have the isolate to compare anything to. So this is such a lie on so many levels, You, it's it's hard to comprehend. These variants, Delta variant, uh, what was the other one, this world-ending variant, whatever it's called, the doomsday variant. Oh, yeah, the variant. Epsilon, I mean, whatever yeah. they throw out. You know, there's a certain yeah. order of... Lambda, of, right. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the, what you're saying is... How how could these variants exist if COVID nineteen in and of itself, this according to Dr. David Martin, this chimerically engineered virus, doesn't exist at all either, but rather that this is a set of symptoms essentially that has been diagnosed as a COVID nineteen. It's been given the label COVID nineteen. Right. You can't really determine if anybody ever really had this COVID-19 because in and of itself, COVID-19 could be fake. Yes. Absolutely. They're, 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 they're and the symptomatology can all be caused from the graphene oxide in the masks. 
And they're also chemtrailing us, chemtrailing us with it. There's other ways they're getting it into our bodies beyond that, okay? But those are two ways that before the tests even existed. And then you go and then you get tested by their garbage bogus tests, which again, could just be that the PCR cycles are turned away. They were never meant to do that. Oh, you got a coronavirus? Well, you're going to check positive for COVID-19. You got influenza A or B, the common flu? Well, you're going to check positive. You got antibodies from an old flu shot? Well, you're going to check positive for COVID-19. You got pneumonia? You're going to check positive. Or maybe you got none of that. And the PCR test is just so inaccurate where avocados and, you know, typewriter ribbons and whatever else they check for to turn it up positive as that president of uh, um, that country in Africa found out, Tanzania. And you can have that. So this is just a scam on, on a level that we've never seen before, anything like this. And, and the fact that they're so incredibly sloppy I mean, this stuff is so bad. I mean, it, it's so... You would think if they had half a brain in their heads, they could have done this better. I don't know whether they're just so far off the rocker, so satanically insane, so demonically possessed that they think they don't have to dot the cross any T's and dot any I's. I, I don't know. But it's so bad, this scam. Justifying, you know, it, you know, knocking people over in Australia and injecting poison in their arms. They're 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 justifying a potential lockdown uh, that Biden may come out with next week, and and all kinds of other things. But based I mean, on yeah, I mean, we're talking about the separation of families. We're talking about keeping people away from their elderly mothers, grandparents in nursing homes. We're talking about. Uh, masking kids for periods of five, six, eight, ten hours a day. Um, and then you Absolutely. get into the, the whole inoculation thing, which we're going to get into in a second, but I want you to finish because I have a specific question as sure. relating to that on something that I saw breaking this morning. Right. These... So, so getting back to the point, these computer-generated sequences were developed, were used rather, to develop the PCR diagnostic test, and so, so millions of 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 false positives, false whatever, have come out of uh, this this fraud. Um, this design relied merely on close genetic relatives, and it does not fulfill the aim for a a diagnostic test as cross reactivity. So, so that's why we've had all these false positives and i want to mention something else these FOIA requests that are their the responses are now coming out multiple governments uh, unending governments all the countries in the uk canada australia uh, uh have, have are admitting that they could not produce evidence or scientific paperwork that this virus exists this SARS-CoV-2 uh, and and so 40 over 40 institutions worldwide have not been able to answer this question um, I just want to go on to say how as many, I said how many what, what did you just say how many governments there there actually are over 40 more than 40 institutions across Canada the United States New Zealand Australia all the governments in the UK which is English 
and Wales, Ireland, and in, uh, also Denmark and the European CDC have provided their responses and none could locate any scientific data uh, recording the isolation of any COVID-19 virus, AKA SARS-CoV-2, directly from a disease patient. So Stu, what this means is, if there's no virus that is identified, there can't be a variant. We're being threatened to lockdown <laughs> on variants True. of a non-existent virus, okay? You're seeing road signs in the middle of the road, those illuminated change by the day road signs that say dangerous variant in this area. Uh, this is all propaganda. This is all fake, according to what you're, I mean, what you're saying is scientific evidence that, that there is no, it lacks, there, a lack of scientific evidence is what we're exposing here. Uh, yes, is... and here's here here's the pathway to freedom. I saw your interview with Patrick King. Uh, you, you know what what he basically did was demand that the Canadian uh, the Albertan government produce proof uh, in order to justify right. the the mandates, and 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 they couldn't. And they reverse them. And I think this is the way forward for a lot of governments. And I want the American people to be apprised of this and be prepared. That's right. And, and I want to be very clear. Okay, so we have that. And she goes, she goes on for another, I don't know, 11 minutes there. And also, the, the president of Tanzania was one of those presidents, uh, one of the five black presidents. Uh, Haiti was one. And then you know, there was this one, and then three others that were all against the shots. Um, he was the one that ran the tests on, like, you know, the avocados and all, the, and they all came back as, as, as a positive for COVID because the, the PCR tests are just totally flawed, used for a purpose. Cycles turn way up, used for a purpose they were never meant to be used for. And um, he was killed. It was not, not too long after that, he was dead as well. So the stakes are pretty high when they're willing to kill sitting presidents of their own sovereign countries. And this is where we're at. And five of them are gone as a, as a result of this. Okay, so I'm just about out of time here. I'm going to play this other uh, little video here to get this in. I have a PhD in virology and immunology. I'm a clinical lab scientist and have tested 1,500 supposed positive COVID-19 samples collected here in Southern California. When my lab team and I did the testing through Koch's postulates and observation under a scanning electron microscope, we found no COVID in any of the 1,500 samples. What we found was that all of the 1,500 samples were mostly influenza A and some were influenza B. Exactly what I just said. And they count them all in that PIC, P-I-C-K, I'm sorry, P-I-C designation and have been doing it for a long time. But not a single case of COVID yeah. and we did not use the BCS piece. There's nothing to compare it to. So how can you really have a single case of COVID? They've, they've, again, they've never brought out the isolate to compare it to anything the BSPCR test. It's polymerase chain reaction test. Celia Farber does wonderful journalism on the topic. I did videos on this channel for that. We then sent the remainder of the samples to Stanford, Cornell, and a few of the University of California labs, and they found the same results as we did. No COVID. They found influenza A and B. All of us then spoke to the CDC and asked for viable samples of COVID which CDC said they could not provide as they did not have any samples. Now, everything this guy's saying, this doctor's saying, just is verifying exactly what Dr. Jane Ruby just reported to us. 
medical doctors that are, I mean, there's so many medical doctors now, I, I can't keep track of them. As my grandma used to say, there's more than you can shake a stick at. I mean, it's, I, I get uh, videos all the time that either I find or my listeners are sending to me from another medical doctor coming forward and another medical doctor. And they're all basically saying the same thing in a very good, educated way coming out against this. But again, the mainstream media ignores all of it. We have now come to the firm conclusion to all our research and lab work that the COVID-19 was imaginary and fictitious. The flu was called COVID and most of the 225,000 dead were dead through comorbidities such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, emphysema, etc. I forgot to even mention that. I mean, when, remember initially when it was all like, oh, they're dropping dead in the nursing homes and, and all this, yeah, co- comorbidities. Well, they're putting these people that have two or three comorbidities over the age of 80 on a ventilator. It's a really good way to kill them. But hey, they get that they get that extra 39000 for Medicare, you know? And that, the, what is it, like 13 for the diagnosis and another thirty nine to to uh, blow out their lungs on a ventilator? You know, hey, it's blood money, no big deal. But what my question to all of them, to, to my question to all these um, hospitals, because I'm not, I'm not going to indict all the nurses and all the doctors. I'm not, I'm not saying they're all wicked, evil people, because a lot of them don't. I mean, they're just going along with, I guess, the system, whatever. Um, I'm talking about the people that are really at the heart of it, that are really profiteering off this. My question to them is. How are you going to spend all that money in hellfire and then the lake of fire? Maybe they'll have ATMs in hell and hell and the lake of fire that you can withdraw your money and, and live a nice, comfortable lifestyle while you're burning day and night forever and ever. I just want to remind them of that because I don't see how you're going to spend all that money in hellfire and, and the lake. I, I just don't know. I mean, I got to. Maybe I'm just, you know, not with it, or I'm not hip enough. I, maybe there's something I don't know. They got the flu, which further weakened their immune systems, and they died. I have yet to find a single viable sample of COVID-19 to work with. We at the seven universities that did the lab tests on these 1,500 samples are now suing the CDC for COVID-19 fraud. The CDC has yet to send us a single viable, isolated, purified sample of COVID-19. If they can't or won't send us a viable sample, I say there is no COVID-19. It is fictitious. The four research papers that do describe the genomic extracts of the COVID-19 virus never were successful in isolating and purifying the samples. All the four papers written on COVID-19 only describe small bits of RNA, which were only 37 to 40 base pairs long, which is not a virus. A viral genome is typically 30,000 to 40,000 base pairs. With as bad as COVID is supposed to be all over the place, how come no one in any lab worldwide has ever isolated and purified this virus in its entirety? That's because they never really was, they never really found the virus. All they've ever found was small pieces of RNA, which were never identified as the virus anyway. So what we're dealing with is just another flu strain. Like every year, COVID-19 does not exist and is fictitious but what's exacerbated it is the people wearing the mask and people getting the test because then that's putting with the test is putting hydrogen with the mask they're getting the graphene oxide and well also in the test too and then also i've done i again i've done i've got a whole file on just how 
wicked and bad and evil the testing kits are. Okay, what's in them? What's on what's actually commingled in the um the uh, fibers on the on the test kits, the spiky fibers designed to irritate and to uh, penetrate into the cribriform plate. And it has all these weird nanoworms that are activated. Not only they they found it on microscopic analysis in the mask, but on the actual uh, test kit. They're not cotton swabs. They're like this spiky thing. And when they're exposed to warmth, breath, they come alive. And I have played, and obviously you'd have to watch the videos, but I have played the videos where it shows this in real time, these things coming to life. It's like they're sentient. These black nanoworms commingled in the mask, and that's not even talking about the graphene oxide or the hydrogel that could be in there. So that by itself could be producing the COVID symptoms that are classically known as COVID today because graphene oxide, one of the things that it causes is loss of taste and loss of smell, among many, many other things that's classified as COVID-19. So I hope we're getting after... 20 months of me doing this, I think the big picture is kind of starting to come together. That this truly was a scamdemic, most likely from the start. Um, maybe whatever happened in Wuhan had some merit, like I said, but I, I think it fizzled. I think it fizzled, and they had to go to plan B, and this was the plan B. The masks, the tests, you know, classifying everything as influenza as this. So... Um, and all the other factors that we just talked about. So God bless you. I'm way over on time, and I will see you in part two.